that solo. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Home Wrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, and as always, I'm joined by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hi, how are you? Hi. How's it going? Considering everything, I will not complain. Everything is well. Considering everything. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, obviously now you're going to have to explain what that means. Uh, I I did something really dumb. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Oh, you want me to share with everyone my really dumb thing? Obviously you want to share since you're the one bringing it up. I mean, I'm just asking... No, How no, are you doing? If you're gonna you make me share week? with oh, everyone, yes. if, yeah, if you're gonna make me, then okay. I'll I'll let everyone know. Yeah, because that's what I'm doing. It is what you're doing. I asked you how you're doing this week. Yeah, and I said, considering that's all I said. everything. Yeah, and that's your answer, considering you, everything. Yeah, you know. So why? I, you know what's going on. I with know me, what's going on, and that's but, why I said considering everything. But I'm saying. The audience obviously doesn't know what's going on. Nobody else would know what's going on. I wasn't going to bring it up, but you're saying considering everything. So you're bringing it up. That's what I'm saying. But you're the one now making a big spectacle of things. Who's making a spectacle? You are. Just whatever. Just you talk. I'm done. (laughs) Talk. I'm going to just kick back and I'm going to enjoy a drink. I wanted to do a good thing and mow our lawn. I don't do it often, but I wanted to. Now you know why you don't do it often. No, I did not chop my fingers off, but just for everyone starting to get worried, no. Yeah, she didn't chop her fingers off, but. The lawnmower stopped. I went to go start it again, and the motor part was shaking a bit. Like, I thought a bolt might be loose. And I went to go check it, and I touched the metal part of the engine instead of the rubber part that's there. And I got second-degree burns on my fingertips. Yeah. So good times. But on the bright side, my thumb is fine, so I can give a thumbs up. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Hey, yeah. I find the bright side to things. Yeah. Yeah, I don't really know uh, what to add to this other than, yeah, I don't know what to add. What were you thinking? I obviously wasn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I did a dumb thing. I owned up to it. I will never make that mistake again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's Live true. and learn. Yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. There you, there you go. Yeah. But, I mean... Considering everything, the amount of pain that I was in, 
I think I handled myself pretty well. Yeah, you did. Uh, I was wondering why you went running upstairs and in the house and there was a a hose with cold water right outside that you could have just gone to. But, I mean, again, I guess you weren't thinking. I was in pain. Or something. When I touched it, it's like it took a second for my brain to realize that, oh, Monique, this is really hot. You need to move your hand. And then when I did, I was trying to pull my fingers off. It was almost like they got stuck for a second. I couldn't move my hands fast enough. And for a split second, I thought, oh, no, are my fingers sticking to the metal? Yeah, that would have sucked. Yeah, they didn't, though. That's good. Yeah. That's great. See, it could have been worse. So, yeah. So is that is that your positive thought of the week? Find the bright side in everything? Well, I think <laughs> this positive thought should be we all do dumb things. And it's okay as long as you learn from it and you try to make the best of it. We should have just stopped there. We all do dumb things and that's okay. And then just ended it right there. Oh. I'm just kidding. No. You you you, you did it right. That was that was good. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I, I ended up I had to go to urgent care and they asked me on a scale of one to ten, how's your pain? And I explained I have a very high pain tolerance. So I said, So given that I'd say an eight or nine. My blood pressure was high. My heart rate was high. So obviously, like, the well, yeah, physical, but, but that was from the pain, not because of any health. No, no, because of the pain right. causing that. But I'm in there. I'm joking with them. I'm smiling. I'm laughing. And I'm just thinking, I hope they don't think I'm faking it just like because I want to get pain meds or something. Because I, I didn't want, I don't. Yeah, because you're not a pain meds no, kind of person. No, no. Right? But yeah, but I was like, at least my vitals would show I would think that I'm in pain. Plus me saying, no, I don't want anything. Yeah, right. probably give it yeah. away. Yeah, it was, I, it was even for myself, even for me, it was hard to tell how much pain you were in because you were just smiling the whole time and you were really upbeat and happy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like. That's just how I am. I know, but it's just still like. I was in a uh, tremendous amount of pain. She okay? Yeah, again, <laughs> Hunter, are you all right? And then I got... 1 to 10, it was like an 8 or 9. It was so bad. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's I mean, still your hurt. Hand, they still hurt. Yeah. Well, and, two of my fingers got second degree burns, yeah. and the other two got first to first and a half degree burns. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and, and the other part of it was... I, I stayed home while you went to urgent care because two of our kids were napping. Yeah. So I stayed home with them. And you went and you and I are pretty good about communicating with each mm-hmm. other. Anytime we leave the house or go somewhere or whatever, we try to text each other like, okay, I made it. I'm, I'm, I'm here safe or yeah. I'm on my way home or whatever. We try to communicate. Not, not cause we're, you know, just how, that's just how we are. We're not like, not cause we don't trust each other or anything like that. We're not it's not controlling. It's, it's just, it's not a controlling. It's just kind of like a, to communicate. It's just a, yeah. Courtesy. Communication I'm a warrior. Kind of so I try to treat people with the courtesy that I'd want to be treated with. So. Right. Yeah. So. I, I was assuming you're going to go, you're going to check in, and you're probably, usually at urgent care, they typically don't see you right away unless there's nobody else there, mm-hmm. and that's rare. But it happens, but it's rare. And So I figured I'd at least get a text or something saying, I'm here, I just got checked in, whatever. I didn't, I didn't get anything. So about an hour goes by, and I'm like, okay. I mean, urgent care is maybe three minutes down the road from us. We it live wasn't relatively close. It hour, I don't think. Maybe like 45 minutes. Uh, maybe whatever it was but i waited a while and i texted you like are you there did you is everything okay what's going on and of course me now i'm not a warrior i'm i'm really not but because 
it's uncharacteristic to not get a message from you. I know you're in pain and everything, so that's why I waited as long as I did before I checked in. But the, as every minute went by, I'm thinking the worst. And I haven't told, I didn't tell you this yet. You're like, she passed out from the pain and I'm crashed like, her car. I'm like, did she crash her car? Did she get in a car accident? Are her fingers like getting emergency surgery? Do they have to like take her fingers off? I'm thinking all these like horrible scenarios. But it's, it's I don't know. It's weird how that's just kind of where the mind goes for a lot of people. I'm not saying yeah. just me, but a lot of people, you always think the worst for well, some reason. I think because that's your way of trying to prepare yourself for the worst. I Maybe, I guess. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's what was going through my mind. I'm like, what the, where, where is she? And then finally, I'm like, okay, I'm calling now. Like, I don't care if she's in with a doctor. I'm calling to make sure, at least she'll pick up the phone so I know, okay. And she can just be like, I'll call you back or something. I call, it goes to voicemail. I'm like, what the frick is going on? Like, I, I've been to this facility before. I know there's cell signal. I Like, what's going on? Like, did something happen? Did somebody, like, hit her over the head when she got out of the car and, like, carjack her or, or something? Or I, I'm thinking the worst possible things. So, obviously, you're okay, well, thankfully. there was no service at that's, all. Yeah, which doesn't make any sense. Because th- I went in and you there must was been in a nothing. dead spot or yeah, something. Yeah, because Weird. I texted you. I texted that the nurse just left and I'm waiting for the doctor because everything was pretty fast. I got there. I checked in. They took my information. I went up back. Someone came, took my vitals. She left the room 15 seconds later before I could even like get my phone out because I have one hand and I'm trying to hold my hand in this like ice pack and like wrap it around and soothe the pain. Yeah. And then the nurse came in. So I'm like, ah, so I'm trying to text and it wouldn't go through. So I didn't get your message until I got out of the building. And then at that point, you're calling me. And I'm like, I, I can't get, I have a wallet that holds my phone. I couldn't get it out. I had one hand and I had my discharge papers and my hands were wrapped up. So, yeah. Yeah. So when I went to voicemail, then the, the real bad thoughts started coming in my head. I'm like, holy crap, somebody somebody kidnapped her. Somebody, somebody's doing, I don't know what's going on. All these horrible things that I'm not going to repeat are going through my head. And I'm just like... And of course, I by this point the boys had woken up from their naps, and I'm, I'm telling them, oh, mom and went to, had to go to the urgent care. She burned her fingers. She'll be okay, we think. She's just got to go have a doctor look at them, make sure she's okay. I'm prepping them so that when you come home with your hand wrapped or whatever. Yeah. But then now I'm thinking to myself, I've had this conversation with them. Now all these horrible things are going through my head. I'm like, is she gonna come come home with like a stump? Like, did they, did they amputate? Like, did I'll they, be like did a somebody, pirate. I'll get did, somebody, did she like hand. pass out from the pain and like somebody messed up and they're like bringing her in for like an emergency surgery or something? And like, you know, like how you see stuff in movies, oh, the papers get switched or whatever, you know, stupid crap, horrible things that are just all in my head. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, she's, somebody's going to call me and tell me that they had to operate on her or something weird or all these horrible things going through my head. And then you called me back like within a minute and a half. I'm like, okay, she's good. <laughs> Yeah, once I but, got in the car. But there was like a minute and a half of like panic. Like, Aww. what's going on? She's not answering. She won't answer my text. She's not answering the phone. What the hell is happening? I tried. I did try. But yeah, so, yeah. I, I was in the room and I'm like Fun practicing times. my meditative breathing because the pain was so intense that I was just like, nothing I can do about it. Got to suck it up and just ride with it. And so I was just trying to like breathe through the pain. Well, I'm glad you're okay. I will say, though, I don't take aspirin or ibuprofen. I don't take anything for pain. I took some Motrin. 
<laughs> I've been taking Motrin. I'll admit yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I mean, for something like that, I mean, if you see your hand, it's the fingers are at least the, it's the ring finger that's really bad. Yeah. It's really blistered bad, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the yeah, I mean, it just looks like, really oh. painful. So. That's for somebody okay. that never takes any kind of pain medication, and I haven't been either. I haven't. I, I've, I've, I've needed to, but I haven't taken anything for a long time either. Just kind of a personal choice that I've made as well. But for what you just experienced a couple days ago, I'd say yeah, it's okay to take some Motrin to take the edge off a little bit. It exactly. obviously doesn't mask it entirely, but no. it makes it a little bit more bearable for oh, you. Oh, it, it certainly did, and I think part of that's because I never take anything. I was yeah, able to right. <laughs> so Motrin actually good. works for you, whereas for somebody that maybe takes aspirin all the time or I don't know. other painkillers, Motrin yeah, yeah. wouldn't it, do anything. Helped, yeah. Thank goodness. Good. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Thank thankfully. You. Thank so, you. yeah, that was uh, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, and I learned my lesson. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Now you know why I never let you mobile on. Thanks. <laughs> I'm the kind of person I want to do uh, everything myself. You, well, I, you never mowed the lawn until we bought our house. No, I never used a lawn mower until we bought our house. And why? How come you're? <laughs> go, you you can explain this. This is kind of funny. So where I grew up, we had an acre of land, and my dad had a sit down riding mower. I always wanted to drive him. My dad would never let me. He let me. I don't mean. Cut, well, I do mean to cut you off. I've never been on a sit. I've never used one of those. A sit well, down we had an acre of land, so a lot of it was the yard. Yeah. And so I always wanted to mow the lawn, and my dad said, no, he'd have my brother do it. He'd let me shovel the driveway, but wouldn't let me use the snowblower. <laughs> <laughs> Go break your back. <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. <laughs> Go do the manual Jay, labor. Jay go go work use, real hard. Like once we finally got a snowblower and we lived up on a hill and it was super steep. And I just remember like all the times I fell down the driveway. I actually one winter, it was like when the driveway is normal, people will bottom out because of the way the hill was. And in the winter time, if there was any ice on it, you would just slide right down. So you're hoping nobody's coming down the road and people flew down the street I lived on. So one day, I think I was in seventh or eighth grade. I'm trying to gingerly walk down to the bus stop, and which is in front of the house, but I had to get down the hill. Yeah. And I slipped and I fell and I hurt my wrist and I fell in a puddle of slush at the bottom. So I go up. I, I remember having to climb. Literally, I am in pain and I... I'm digging my fingernails into the ice of the driveway to pull myself up because it was so icy I couldn't get up. So I'm digging my fingernails in the ice, clawing my way up the steep hill of a driveway to get back inside to tell my parents I hurt myself and hopefully have enough time to change my clothes because I was wet. And I remember I finally, I get up, I want to cry I'm in so much pain and I go upstairs and I tell my parents that I slipped on the ice and I fell down the driveway and I hurt my wrist and they say, you're fine, go to school. (laughs) Now I have to go back down the driveway and (laughs) I'm so afraid to fall again. (laughs) And my wrist hurts so bad. Uh, You're fine, just go. (laughs) Yeah, walk it off. So I remember being on the bus and I'm looking at my wrist And it's like purple and blue and kind of black and it's swollen. 
And so I get to school and it's really swollen and it's all bruised. So I, my teacher, homeroom teacher comes in and I go up to him and I'm like, Mr. Cody, I hurt my wrist. And he looks at it and looks at me like, you go, you should go to the nurse. Okay, thank you. I go down to the nurse. Now this woman is not the normal nurse. She's just filling in. I tell her I slipped down my driveway and I fell and I hurt my wrist and she takes it and she goes, mm, it's probably strained. And she takes her hand in mine and starts pushing my hand back and forth to check the mobility of my wrist. And that hurts so bad. And she says, I don't think it's broken. I think it's just sprained. No, f- Sherlock, I didn't say I thought it was broken. I was so mad. I'm like, this woman is a freaking dip. I was so annoyed with her because it hurt so much. So she did get, she called my dad and he came and he had to bring me to the ER and they, it was a sprain and they splinted it. But I just remember being like, see, I really did hurt myself. So I was kind of vindicated told in the ya. end. Yeah, I told you so. Wow. Yeah. Yikes. I'm very accident prone. So. Yeah. Speaking of your steep driveway. Yeah. Do you remember when we moved you out of your... No, no, we're not going to talk about this story. Oh, oh, 100%. (laughs) Because this is what happens when I let you do stuff. (laughs) This this completely fits the theme of what we're talking about right now. Oh, my goodness. So I let you mow the lawn and you burn your fingers off. And then... So this is is going back about nine years, almost 10 (laughs) years. We're moving. We get a U-Haul. One of those big, what are they, like 28 well, footers? we got like a huge one. I think because the size, we wanted a smaller size, but they didn't have that for the day we needed. Yeah. So it was either going to be a little too small or this one was too big, but we're like, go big or go home. Yeah, one of my favorite sayings. And so we get this big ass U-Haul and you insisted, oh no, I want to drive it. I want to drive it. So I'm like, because oh, right. I used to drive a 15 passenger van and I thought I can drive this. Yeah. So I said, all right, fine. You can drive it. No problem. Whatever. And we get to your parents' house. I'm falling behind and, and we have one of our friends with us who's helping who's helping me move you out of your parents' house so you can move in with me. And we're behind you. The and look of shame on my face right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. This, yeah. We need video. Yeah. Oh. So we're, I'm behind you and... I see you. You're not. You're not going to take a wide turn to go into your parents' yeah, driveway. You're I, just I, taking a normal turn with this huge vehicle. I'm like, what is she doing? What's she doing? And I'm talking to my buddy, and we're both like, she's she's not going to turn in, is she? She's not. Oh, she's going up. She's going to get stuck. And yep, you got stuck. Yes. The back of that U-Haul, that little landing or little step where you uh, you step uh-huh. up to get into the back of the truck, got wedged in to your parents' driveway because of the incline of the driveway was yeah. so steep. And if you'd have just gone wider, you'd have been fine. If you'd have taken a nice wide turn to go in. But nah, you just, you knew, you knew how to drive it because you drove a 15 passenger van. You must have told me that like 10 times. And finally, I was like, okay, fine. Give me a chance. Go ahead. I'll give you your chance. And look what happened. And how long did it take for us to get that damn truck unstuck from the driveway? Like an hour. Yeah, at least. I remember the whole time thinking, like, you know, when you do something really dumb. And you're not hurt. <laughs> you're just like, oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? I, how do I make this 
be done and over with how do i fix this i need to fix this and the, like the, it's, it's like the panic inside because like you're embarrassed and you just want it to be over with the best part of that whole thing was <laughs> your dad comes outside he walks up to me he goes what'd you let her drive for <laughs> and i just looked at him like yeah i don't know i don't know what i was thinking um, but yeah it was awesome that was awesome. I just, I feel like I just want to do things. I want to try to do things myself. Yeah. Hmm. Well, sometimes you just got to know when to. When to let the men step in. You just got to know when to step aside. Step aside. I guess I'll just stick to what I'm good at. Well, being in the kitchen, making delicious food and tasty treats. Yeah, okay. What, whatever you say. <laughs> I'm not saying not to do stuff. It's just sometimes you just got to trust people when they say, no, it's okay. I got it. Or just let me do it. It's all right. I've done this before. But you're very stubborn. I am extremely stubborn. You're very stubborn. You're like, no, I want to do it. I can do it. Just let me do it. I want to do it. I want to try. Go to the grocery store. Hun, let me grab a couple of bags. You get every single bag. And you're like, I want to take them all in one trip. And I'm like, Okay, can I do something so I don't look useless here? I'm like, just standing there. I'm carrying there? the children. Like, what I'm are like you doing? Carrying Hello. Everything. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm I'm right here. You know, I can I can get something. It's not like but a I'm race. Perfectly capable. It's not like a race to get out of the car to get something before you grab everything. It's like I have to get super fast in order to just help. I, I can do it. I'm perfectly capable. I can do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. So what else is going on? How have your morning walks been going? They've been going well. I haven't been almost hit by a car lately, so that's really good. Yeah, it's a plus. Yeah. You know, but see, I've been seeing a lot of roadkill lately. I saw a dead bird the other day, but I saw a skunk. Was it yesterday morning, I think? I saw a skunk leave one of our neighbor's driveways and kind of run across the road, stop, hang out, finish crossing the road, and then was running parallel to me and it was really cool i was like please yes because yeah it was yesterday it, morning. yeah because it was after my fingers and i just remember thinking please don't spray me please don't spray me because i'm just thinking oh my gosh if this skunk sprays me i need to take it as the universe is trying to tell me i'm doing something wrong in my life and i need to back up yeah but i didn't get sprayed yeah, you didn't get sprayed thankfully I've, I've seen i saw a dead squirrel and this morning I saw a dead snake. Oh. Yeah, just on my walk. I'm I've like, seen wow. dead frogs because of all the rain that we have. It makes me sad. I love all creatures. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. But yeah, it's weird. Just mm. uncharacteristically tons of roadkill lately. Mm. I don't know. It seems like more than usual. Like you, you occasionally see the dead squirrel or something yeah. like that. But yeah, just the past couple of days, like lots of it. It's just weird. I haven't noticed, I guess that you probably don't walk the same route i do i've been staying away from the cemetery lately i've just been walking on the around our neighborhood on the the street and stuff i've kind of been mixing it up too yeah yeah i figured it's good to change it up every now and again yeah so here you are asking me all these questions about how i'm doing i haven't been able to ask you how you are doing i'm fantastic as always yeah you are yeah even yeah. though you just embarrass me telling everyone about oh, the on. dumb things I do. We all do dumb stuff. Uh, I mean, come on. It's not whatever. I'm not going to tell you anything dumb I've done because I've never done anything dumb. No, he is perfect. But 
Yeah, no. Oh, no, I'm good. Everything's great on my end. Yeah. Been having a, a great summer. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to believe it. It's almost over. I know. I'm Went really by really quick. And for those listening, we usually record a few episodes in advance. Um, sometimes we'll kind of shake up the order. But if you're hearing this in September, <laughs> that's why. We're, we're recording this episode in August. Yes. I don't know why you felt the need to, to say that, but yeah, okay. Because by the time it comes out, it might be September. I don't know. Who knows? He'll put it out next week to make me look stupid. Yeah, now I'm gonna. Yeah, now this is gonna <laughs> go out next week. I'm gonna change up the order of everything, just just cause, just cause I Thanks. can. So I'm looking at your shirt. You're wearing a Nightmare on Elm Street, the Freddy Krueger. It's basically it's like the, the is that the movie poster from the first movie? It's just a picture of Freddy with his clawed hand and has the a Nightmare on Elm Street like the yeah. movie logo on it. And then at the bottom it says Never Sleep Again. Now, let me ask you a question. Yeah. You just bought this t-shirt. Uh-huh. What, like a week ago, two weeks ago. And you felt the need today to cut it all up. You cut the sleeves off. You cut, like, slits in the back. You cut the neck. Because I don't like regular t-shirts. So, I cut off the sleeves. And I usually cut around the neck because I don't like things tight around my neck. I think I might have been... Um, hanged in a previous life or strangled so you know they sell tank tops right like you can buy a tank top without the sleeves with the neck wider neck you know that right okay well when <laughs> just, i was at the store this is what they had I'm, it was a t-shirt I'm and i put saying. the slits in the back because i wanted to look like freddy krueger slit the back i was trying to make it look cool okay just because you don't appreciate my style doesn't mean that it's wrong I didn't say it was wrong. It's I was just asking, why do you feel the need to cut up your t-shirts all the I time? I want them to be comfortable. I'm, I like. I can I don't see like if it's an stuff. old shirt that's got holes in it, and then you're cutting it up just to make it look cooler. But this is a brand new shirt. Yeah, and I made it look cooler, and it's comfortable now. I, I guess. I could barely fit my head through the hole, the opening, and now you can get a size larger, make it a little looser. Just but then saying. I'll be loose everywhere else. I give up. Took you long enough. This guy lectures me all the time. Every time I get a new t-shirt. How is that a lecture? And I cut it up. I make it comfortable and I make it look what I think is good. I don't think that's a lecture. Uh-huh. Just asking. like, what, what? You, you give me the... Why are you doing that? It reminds me of like <laughs> when I was younger and I started getting tattoos and people would look at me and say... Why are you doing that to yourself? You're such a pretty young girl. Why would you do that to yourself? Well, I mean, why would you do that to yourself? <laughs> because I like it. Because uh, I do things that make me feel good and make me happy. Things that make you happy, yes, that's good. Absolutely. I figure if the worst thing I'm doing in life is cutting up my t-shirt and getting tattoos, I think I'm okay. Yeah, you're probably fine. Yeah. So parents, just remember that with your kids that, you know, you got to put things in perspective of what they're doing in their life. And maybe you might not like the things they're doing, but it's really not that bad. Yeah, I think that's that's tough. I, I ever since becoming a parent, it's definitely a lot clearer to me now what my parents meant and a lot of the stuff they told me when I was growing up now makes sense. And I find myself telling the same things to our kids 
and afterwards I'm like, geez, I sound just like my parents. I'm, I'm, I am that cliche, but it's, it's like the natural circle of life. Really? You know, they, no, nobody knows you learn stuff in life through wisdom, through time pretty much. I mean, everything's experiences. You, you either learn because you've had an experience or somebody has told you of an experience that they've had. And then you either choose to learn from that experience or from their experience, or you have to just you, in one ear or the other, and you have to live it and experience it yourself before you actually learn the lesson, right? Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Well, when you're a <laughs> it's, kid, it's, you're not in that position. And right. then once you become a parent you're, or a guardian or whatever, or an older sibling, you can, you're put in that position. So you, you, you get it. One thing I was, I remember the first time this was said to me, and I, I couldn't wait to say it to my kids one day. What's that? I, was, I don't know if you remember the store Stewart's. No. It was like a department store. They had one in Lowell, Massachusetts. And we would go there to go shopping. Yeah. And they had a toy section. So I always go to the toy section. Was it like a Woolworths kind of place? Something like that? Yeah, kind of. Like okay. Ames. Um, what are other places like, like that? Like Bradley's, Kmart, places like that. Yeah, stuff something like that. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. So... I grabbed a toy that I really wanted and I went to my mom and I was like, can I have this? And my mom's like, no, you can't get that. And I looked at her and I said, but I want it. And my mom stops and looks at me and says, how does it feel to want? <laughs> and I was kind of shocked, but I, that just stuck with me. And I was like, I can't wait to say that to other people. That's awesome. Tremendous. Mm-hmm. And now we say that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good line. It is a good it line. It is. It is yeah. a good line. Your parents are great, by the way. Thank I, you. I mean, I know they, <laughs> but I'm just saying, because we're, we're telling these stories where they they may sound like they're callous or something, but no, they're my not. Parents they're, are actually, awesome. they're actually awesome. My parents are so <laughs> awesome. My mom makes these amazing s'mores cupcakes. It's like graham cracker, and instead of an actual cupcake, it's more like a brownie, and then a meringue topping that tastes like marshmallow. Really mm-hmm. good. And the past two times the boys have slept over, she's made it with them. I wanted to make them on Friday. I was excited to do it. And uh, then I burned my fingers. So my mom was like, I'll make them for you and just made them for us. I thought that was really cool. My parents are the best. They really are. They are. So the other day we went to my dad's for a barbecue. And we hadn't been over there in a while. And he's got... Like this, I don't, he's got this big garden in the, in his backyard. Well, it's like his yard and, is set up into, there's a section of a good sized garden and then the rest of it is all trees. It's all trees, but they're not, they're all like, he's got like a plum tree, a pear tree, a peach tree, an almond tree. What else does he have? I'm, uh, oh, apple he's got an tree. apple tree. Did he have any, am I forgetting something? I don't know. Anyway. Isn't so, there another kind of nut? Walnut tree. Walnut tree. Yeah, walnut tree. Yeah. So we're walking around and he's showing me all this stuff. I'm like, oh, I, I don't remember this being here the last time I was over. And, I, and we'd been over his house, I don't know, what, a couple months ago? Yeah. I, maybe just because we didn't go in the backyard. I don't know. But I'm like, what is... So he's walking around giving me the tour of his of his grove. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and and he's stopping every couple of seconds. And he bends down and he's <laughs> picking up crabgrass off his lawn. And I'm just looking at him I'm like, what are you doing? 
He's like, I'm getting this crabgrass. If I don't pick this up, it's gonna it's gonna overtake the entire backyard. So I just go every time I come out here, I see the crabgrass pop up, I I pluck it out. How long does that take you, Dad? Yeah. He's like, I spend hours out here. <laughs> like, jeez. Your dad's awesome. So we're walking around, he's just giving me the tour of his of his grove and he's showing me all the different trees and then he's showing me all his different plants that he has in his garden. I'm like, Wow. All right. So yeah, he spends all his free time out in his backyard just tending to his trees and tending to his garden. And then the other day, sitting here at the kitchen table with the boys, we're doing some schoolwork. Your parents had just stopped by. Which drop, we had no idea which, they were coming yeah, by. Yeah, <laughs> they just stopped by and had gotten some clothes for, for our middle son. And they, they dropped those off and said hi real quick, and then they left. And then... Not 10 minutes later, my dad shows up with a bag full of nice, ripe, fresh tomatoes from his garden. And I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Appreciate it. I know. So, yeah. We're our, lucky. We have good people. We are lucky. Yeah. yeah we have we have good folks. Our, our parents love us and they love the, the, the kids very much. Yeah. So, we're very, very fortunate. And uh, we know that they listen. So, we love you guys. Yes. Thank you for everything you do. We really appreciate it. I think with you mentioning your dad and the crabgrass, I mentioned yeah. it to you before. I think we should just get goats and then we won't have to worry about mowing the lawn anymore and I won't burn oh, myself or hurt myself. And then it's like having pets. Why don't we just get some chickens too and we can get fresh eggs every day. Or I'm okay however, with that. However often you know they, I want chickens. Where are we going to put these things? Who's going to take care of these things? What if we got one goat? And where are we going to put this goat? Well, was it going to sit in the basement when it's winter out? No, what were we going to do with them? With us, but we take it out and let it eat all the grass and the weeds and plants. You want a pet goat? Yeah. This guy I know had goats because he had a farm and they were like dogs. They're really cool. You seriously want to get a pet goat? Yeah. They're cute. Maybe we should let the listeners decide. Do you think we should get a goat? Alex is looking at me. <laughs> His face is awesome. Oh. Yeah, let's let the listeners decide if we're going to have a pet goat or not. Yeah. Okay, yeah, maybe okay. not. Yeah, that's it. Come on. Pet goats who can eat the grass. Yeah. Jeez. Hey, I'm trying to think outside the box. I have an idea. Just don't touch the damn lawnmower when it's hot, Okay. Or I could do that. <laughs> I have an idea. I'm listening. Why don't we tell the listeners where they can follow us on social media? Oh, you're changing the subject now. I'm, I'm, okay. No, I'm actually going to end the show now. Oh, okay. Because I don't want anybody telling me what kind of pet to have, and I don't want you coming up with any more harebrained ideas. <sighs> harebrained? Oh, are, are my ideas really bad? Let the listeners decide whether or not we get a pet goat. <laughs> Let's get a pet goat to eat the grass so we don't have to cut it. Yeah, those those ideas are pretty rough. The look I'm getting from you now. I'm just kicking dirt over here. Yeah, yeah. Kicking rocks. Yeah. Where can our listeners find us on Twitter? On Twitter, you can find us at Homewrecker Pod. What about Instagram? Homewrecker Podcast. 
And don't we have a website too? We do. It's www.homewreckerpodcast.com. Wow. Look at you go. Yeah. Kicking dirt, kicking rocks, and then boom, like nothing right into that. Nice job. I bounce back quickly. Yeah, you do You do pretty damn well. I'm pretty well. resilient. You are pretty resilient. I got to give it to you. <laughs> One of the millions of reasons why I love you Aww, so much. Oh, thank you. So with that... Yeah, we're going to cut it short. This will be a little bit of a bonus episode. I think mm. we're just going to toss this in somewhere. Unedited, Put uncut. Put it in next week so then I can sound like an idiot being like, oh, we are a few weeks out. I think I'm going to. Tremendous. Yep. Yeah. I'm just going to put it in an off day. <laughs> we usually release stuff on Wednesdays. I'm just going to toss this out on like a random day, maybe Saturday or Sunday or something. Who knows? You don't even know yet. Yeah. Don't even know. Just going to wing it's it. It's a surprise. Yep. I'm going to flip a coin and for something. Throw it dart at the calendar and pick a day and that's that's how that's what's going to happen so there randomness from the home record podcast yeah. a random I'm all about the random a random bonus episode coming at you well we hope you enjoyed listening to us tell embarrassing stories about me yeah well i mean i have like i said there's really nothing that embarrasses me so can't really can't really do anything can't tarnish gold baby that's right and with that i am the golden greek alex arion and i've been joined by my beautiful lovely amazing often harebrained idea i just rolled my eyes yet still gorgeous trophy wife monique and you've been listening to the homewrecker podcast on the wiretap radio network
takes the morning train. He works from nine to five, and then he takes another home again to find me watching the Manchester United football team. Ah, the best freaking team in all the land. Woohoo! Pretty good. Pretty damn good, that's! Yeah.